This is for dinner at my restaurant. Yes. With Catherine. Oh, this could be good. I'm excited. Listen, I think the important thing about the vetting process with dating Catherine is I need pictures and, and more she details. She can't vet you if you don't I send your profile. You. Yeah, what I are the requirements? All right. It's Monday at 11 o'clock, and you know what that means. This is the Chaz Palminteri Show podcast. And again, we have the ladies, the beautiful ladies, the wonderful, funny Miss Tara Conestrazi. Thank you. We have the very talented, unbelievable, fabulous, upside down coat creator, Catherine Narducci. <laughs> and we have the wonderful, handsome, charismatic, Chaz Palminteri. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> On my own show. In That's my right. own home. In my Welcome own home. to your own show. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> and guess what, people? I want to tell people, uh, before we start the show, if they want to come and see the one-man show, uh, you go to chazpalminteri.net. Where am I, John? January 5th, you're going to be in Naples, Florida at the Artiste Naples Performing Arts Center. Right. January 7th, you're going to be at the Steinmetz Hall in Orlando, Florida. January 21st, you're going to be in Huntington, New York at the Paramount Theater. And then February um, and then February 9th, you're going to be in West Palm Beach, Florida at the Kravis Performing Arts Center. Yes, that's it, West Palm Beach. Florida I'm going to be good. in Florida a lot here on January, which is a great time to be in Florida. <laughs> uh, but come and see at ChildsParmentary.net. Don't forget to go to my merchandise. If you want some, get some great things for Christmas, now you just can't leave, or you want to buy your wife one of the great ones. Wouldn't you be excited if your boyfriend or husband gave you a... Romantic. 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 One of the great ones. I mean, that's a great thing to buy. It is a great Also, um... It's better than Marie getting the fucking car. It's better, it's better than Marie getting the fucking car. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Don't forget my restaurants, 30 West, 46th Street, 265 Main Street. And go to the website. We got my new link. For new merchandise with me and Michael Francis, the wise and the wise guy. Wait till you see this merchandise. Really fantastic. All right, so all the questions, Tara. What do we got today? We got a lot. People really loved the episode that we did where we talked about the three people um, that we would want to have dinner with, dead or alive. So a lot of questions oh. came from that. One was, if you had one day left to live, how and who would you spend it with? <gasps> Oh my God! Oh, that's a that's a tragic one. question. Yeah, I didn't tell you guys these. It could only be one person. No, how and who? I don't think it has to be only one. It's how and who. Well, I mean, me it would be. be my wife and my kids. Yeah, I would have to say, yeah. And how would you spend it? I would spend it just sitting around a table talking and about our lives, about my life, and about all lives. Wow, yeah. that's it. That is tragic. Yeah, it sounds so depressing. But wow. it's beautiful okay. at the same time. It's beautiful and depressing. It's a beautiful, beautiful tragedy. Dark, yeah. It's a beautiful tragedy. So, Kitty, how? Uh, I would spend it with my kids, but I want my whole family included. I want everybody that I love in my family there and friends. I'd spend mm -hmm. a big feast at a big table, and I'd start it in the morning, and I'd go until I drop dead if that's my last day on earth. I have a question for you, Tara. And if this is too much... We can cut it out. You just, okay. you looking at me, you go, I have a question for you, Tara. So he said to me. I'm Catherine. He sorry. said to me the other day, Catherine, tell them where they could find you. I'm like, well. I'm sorry. Catherine, I have a question for you. Yes. 
jazz. Now, uh, you lost your dad. Yes. When you were how old? Eleven. Eleven years old. That's pretty traumatic. Yeah. And you, you don't hide about it. What happened? No. 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 He was. He was. He was. He was murdered. He was murdered. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's just a tragic thing for an eleven-year-old. If he was, if you could ask your father three questions, and he'd come back to life right now and sit down with you, what would you ask him? Wow. Oh my God, that just gave made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Well, that's what we got. It. We got. We got stuff you don't hear anywhere. What would you ask your dad? Wolf. What would be the first question you think? I'd say to my father, Nikki Naducci, what did you want to be in life? What did you really, really, really want to be in life? What did you want to do? Because he was, you know, from the stories I heard, my, you know, he was very good looking. I heard Stella Adler stopped him on the street and said, you should be an actor. And my father took that really to heart. And um, I think he tried to put himself like in acting school or really? yeah, go to the actor's studio somehow. He was trying to do something with acting. And and it, I guess it, it just didn't happen for him, you know? Mm. I, it, your life, his life took another course. How old was he when he died, though? Because he he's was still young. You were young, but he was young. Yeah, he was young. He was uh, 34. Well, did they ever get the guys who did it? Um, I don't even know. I don't think about that. I don't You're even think about it. I yeah, don't, you don't you know? think about it. That was not his fault. That was like yeah. wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong Nothing time. Nothing he was doing. Um, and then uh, my mother, the same thing. I think I'm going off track, but my mother, no, you my mother, if my mother died very young. She died at 50. She had a heart attack at 49 and died at 50. And I would ask her the same thing. Like, I want to know who they were and what they were thinking about. You know, it's funny how if you can go back, you, you wish that you would had asked your parents for those yeah. of you that don't have your parents. Like, man, I would love to have a conversation with both my mother and father. Really? Just know what's on their mind. Who were they? Who they? Who were they really? Now, how about you, Tara? What would you? Now, you both. Oh, my my day. She my has day. both her day. parents. You still have I both, have your both parents. my parents. And and that teaches you something. Do you ever ask them questions about their lives? You know, it's so funny. I feel like it only when it comes down to the wire. I think a lot of us take for granted the day to day with yeah. the availability of having people. When my grandfather was dying, I remember it being like. Let me ask him questions about his life. And when, mm. when his mother passed, I had my great grandmother until I was 21. I was very lucky. And uh, that's when I sat down. Mm. I sat down when I knew it was terminal, which you didn't, you weren't, you weren't afforded that opportunity, Catherine. You know, or some people aren't afforded mm. the opportunity. People die suddenly, people die yeah. tragically. You know, I think, or, or, you know, so for me, I knew there was a, a deadline. And, you know, and that's when I said, okay, I have to. Ask like, I didn't know my grandfather was a boxer. I didn't know my grandfather. Like, I didn't know all these things. Right. My grandfather. I could, I could cry right now. Wait, so my grandfather was a boxer too. Yeah. And How funny is he that? Told me, yeah, yeah. So was my grandfather. No. No. Yeah. So was my father. What, do you know his boxing name? My grandfather's was Blackie. No, I don't know. No, my, gran no, my grandfather was Rudy Pagano. Oh. I know he it was the Golden Glove. Like they, we actually had. Yeah, he like yeah. he, he won quite a few really matches. My grandfather, but a, a life that I didn't even know of, and I was his only grandchild. 
Wow. How about you, Chaz? My, what would you ask your father? My my father? Yeah, what would you Did ask? You well, ask? I, I was very fortunate. Yeah. My father died at 90, so I used to sit and talk with him about a, a, so many things. And actually, my mother, when I knew my mother was in her 90s, my mother passed away in 97. I When she was like 93. Good genes. She was like 93. I filmed her. <gasps> I filmed her, and I said, Ma, I want, I, there's a lot of questions I want to ask you, but I want to put you on film. She was like, yeah, all right, I don't know, you know. So I, f I have this whole tape of me asking my mother questions. Oh, I love that. Why don't you right. put that up? Little clips of it. You know, I never thought about you that. You should. That's amazing. Yeah, I never thought about that. Do you think yeah. it's a generational thing, too, like where we have more interest in our parents at a certain age? Like, I think, you know, you have the teens that kind of rebel. Well, you're not into your parents. Do you think your parents I are I think old? that's every think, generation. That's every generation. You don't realize but it. Do you, you think, think everybody's going to live right. forever. But then as you get older, I think, is where you find the... The appreciation for wow, my mother was just a woman, you know, like yeah, that's it's so true. hard. You put, you want your mother, you know what? You want your parents to be on this pedestal, right? You want them to have these certain, like, mm. live up to these certain standards. And then as you get older, at least as I do, I go, my parents did the best they can with what they had. That's you know, true. Right. But I only understand that now, That's a woman right. my age, in your twenties, you're like, I wish my father could be better. I wish this could be happen. You know, whereas now I go, all right. He was young, or he—they were—they were just a man and a woman. Wait, like, you just said a woman my age in your twenties? No, a woman. No, <laughs> throwing the shade, bitch. No, I'm throwing the shade. <laughs> Only she could. Do, no, meaning a woman in my twenties. I didn't appreciate that. Oh. I, in my woman in my twenties, yeah. I looked at them like, why can't you be better? Why can't right. or why can't you be different? Yeah. Why can't you yeah. be different? It's probably the biggest thing people want right. out of their right. parents. So I think everybody, our, our, our fans out there, should take something out of this. That so far, what we're talking about is. Speak to your mom and dad if they're alive now. Ask them questions. Tell them you miss yeah, them. Yeah, that's good. Good tell advice. Tell me you miss them. Say, you know, I just want to tell them I love you. Uh, thanks for everything that you did for me. Do it now. Right now. Once, yeah. Once this episode is over, or just, you can shut off this episode right now and call them right now. That's all right. And say, I just want to tell your mom, I just want to tell your dad, thanks for everything that you did for me, and I love you. That's all. And then continue today. It'll mean a lot to them. Yeah, right? that's that's really good advice. I love listen, that. And yeah. if, listen, people nice. are estranged or people, their parents already passed. I think just take into consideration where mm. they came from, your parents, how they grew up, you know, and that maybe they just did the best they can. The they did they for could, you yeah. from where they came from. I'll tell you one thing. Forgiveness when I is really about you too. Like, it's freeing. That's true. To forgive your parents that's for true. certain things. That's true. It, it liberates you, I find. Could I tell you when my father, my mother, no, my father died first. When my mother died, I felt like an orphan. I said, I am nobody's kid on this earth right now. I cannot say, ma, call ma or da. I cannot. I'm nobody's kid. Once my mother died, I go, I'm an orphan on this earth. That's what I felt like. I, my girlfriend felt that. I think a lot of people feel that. And my girlfriend said her dad had died first and then her mom had passed and she said, when her mom passed, not only did she feel that, she's like, I'm nobody's kid, I'm an orphan. She goes, I kind of relived my father's death again because it, it brought up all those feelings. Oh, my God. Like when you link, you know, mm. parents are so close. It makes you mourn your father again almost. Oh, I'm going to throw a big right, next. This, yeah, can, yeah we, can we get guys, to the next question? Me, Sorry, folks. Sorry to bring you no, down. No, no, you know what? Maybe we didn't bring him down. Just... Just to remind him to make no, sure. No, it's good. We got good. a good one. It's good. Yeah, let's, we're lifting it up right now. What brings you joy? What brings you personally? What brings you guys joy? That's what the question says. 
Well, Brent, well, I mean, obviously, so my much. wife and my children bring me joy. When I see them very sick, doing great, I have a lot of joy. That brings me joy, and obviously, my work brings me joy. When I do some work and um, and just doing it, whether it's received well or not, I don't worry about that. I just mm -hmm. do it. I'm me glad too. I found a passion, and I'm glad I, I do it. That's it. Yeah. I got to tell you, I think I think I get the most satisfaction. Uh, I, I I like working live on stage, and I'm doing that right now at the studio. I'm like kind of, you know, working on Medea right now. Medea mm. at the actor studio. Give them a shout out. Yes. Uh, my church, but I get the most joy in doing that, and I wish I could do that. I'd like to do a play. A play. Yeah. I yeah. Do, yeah. But painting, I love too. But play, live theater, live. Live theater. Live. Yeah. How about you, Tara? Same. I mean, work. You know, I think too when I see, like I did a, a, just a small show last night, and people came over and they said, "Oh my God, I forgot how you know important life comedy is." Or I saw people laughing. I had produced the show too, so I put my friends on the show. Other gave other comics work, and I think that producing as much as I love being on stage and making people laugh, knowing that I've like orchestrated this event that makes other people happy. Like, I feed off of that. Mm. Like, I, I was feeding off the comics being happy with their sets. I was feeding off the audience members being like, oh, my God, I needed this, or this was mm -hmm. so great. Thank you for doing this, because mm -hmm. they knew I produced it. That, I get more joy sometimes out of the producing part of comedy than I do even just the performing. Now, do you ever go out there? How do you feel sometimes? I mean, look, as every comic, when you get out there, it happens to everybody. When you get out there, and it's just not going that great. I mean, how do you feel about that? You just, you know, just got to go through it. I was it. talking about it with another comic last night. It's circumstance. You have to go through it. And you also have to not. It doesn't make a difference how long you're doing this. Personality types are personality types. I will beat myself up for a show until I'm back on stage the night next night to, to prove myself no. better. Like, you know, it's like you almost only feel as good as your last set when you're a comic. It doesn't make a difference if I crushed the night before. If I have a, uh, I overthink it. So I've heard that. I've heard that about that. It just that. doesn't make, you know, I, and maybe it's good that I still care so much. That's what another comic said to me last night. He goes, I've never seen, you know, you, you beat yourself up, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so does he. But uh, I think it's really, you have to understand. I mean, Colin Quinn had a show called Tough Crowd. There is a legit thing, just having a tough crowd, you know? Like, it's not all, the responsibility is not all on the performer in comedy. I had a 22-year-old, and I get this a lot, and I don't know if, you get this. You must get DMs. People sliding in the DMs, as they call it. Right. Um, constantly, constantly, and I think it's hilarious, a 22-year-old, because he said, I, oh. hi, Miss, not just hi, Miss Narducci. Right there, it's already, <laughs> Hi, Miss Narducci. I'm 22. Would you ever think about dating a younger guy? 22? 22 years old. You would never do that. Hell to the no. For a million bucks, I wouldn't do it. Well, I think it's I think it's flattering, and I think it's like, oh, that's so cute. But never, even thirty-two, I would never do. Thirty-two, and no. Forty-two, I wouldn't. Oh, Catherine, stop it now. <laughs> no, forty-two. Forty-two, no way. Too young. No. I want somebody fifty and up. Jay's forty-two and a doctor and very wealthy. No. 40, I want to. I want fifty and up. I got. I like somebody who could talk about the things that I know. I want somebody in my own era. I don't go for this. 
young, younger. Yeah, not somebody in, you can connect with. I'm not into younger guys, period. Here's Robert. Hey, Tara, I'm recently single. I'm DMing about Catherine Narducci. I think we might have good chemistry. I live in Williamsburg. Not sure if you were being sarcastic about vetting people for her. No, Robert. I was not being sarcastic, but you sent me a DM and I can't Can check I see your profile because your profile is private. Robert, Guys, we need, we need the photo. cannot be sending me. I have another one. Let's see. I ha- and he looks like he could be of age, but now I got to do a screenshot on my phone, try and zoom in on your face. That's too much work. You're creating too much work. If you, if you want to date Catherine, put in the work. I'm not here to do your work for you. Okay, let's see. Hey, I listen to the Chaz Pomentary Show podcast all the time. You three are amazing. This is Frank. You three are amazing, and listening to the podcast got me into your comedy. Thank you. I'm dying laughing at how you're always trying to get a date for Catherine Narducci. I've had a crush on her since I was a kid and watched a Bronx Tale in the 90s. I then followed her on The Sopranos, etc. I never knew she was single, exclamation point. I'm in a relationship now. Oh, what the hell? Why did I have to go this far into you? <laughs> He's in a relationship. <laughs> and also in my 40s. He thinks you're in your 40s. Love you. Frank, that's a maybe. No, well, what is he? He's ditching his girlfriend? Wait, let's see. Take her. Oh, I'd love a platonic date with her as a once in a lifetime. Take Pay her- me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Take her out for a drink. One date, you pay. Take her out for a drink and talk about her life and just meet a star. She is a star. You gotta pay for that, buddy. Also, if this actually <laughs> makes it to your DMs and the ears of Catherine and Chaz, I've met tra- Chaz twice in my life and told him the second time about where I peed next to him and Joe Pensliano at a restaurant oh, bathroom that. in New York City in my 20s. Is that his claim to fame? He peed next to Chaz Palmazzari? <laughs> yeah, I remember this. I remember right this now. guy. I was peeing and he was in the next stall. And, and usually I go into like the stall. You know, I don't want to see people. And the reason why is because of this. But all the stalls were full, so I said, oh, I got to go take a leak. So I walked over, this guy goes right next to me, looks at me, he goes, hey, Charles Palmetteri, I remember that guy. And I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, can I shake your hand? I said, not right now, you know. And, uh, but he said, this is my claim to fame. I said, wow, that's not much. But uh, I remember that guy. You know what's funny? He just made me think of something. I always wondered why women get stalls. If I was a guy, I would not want, want anybody to see my pichetil. Well, that's why I go in stalls all the time. But sometimes they're full. Or my, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, also, as, a, as somebody who knows your face, I think I could pee. If nobody knew my face, I could pee in front of anybody. But I think if... You want to see me? Me and you going to go I in a bathroom? If I had to go, I got to no, go. No, but that's why go, I, I... I don't want to see anybody's ass. Anybody, like, you're a known person. I don't know if I'd want to... People I, stop you all the time. I, know, but I don't that's know if I'd want to whip yeah. it out. If everybody knew who I was, <laughs> I think it's not, yeah. I whip it out when I'm in the store, but I had to go bad. <laughs> I get it. And I couldn't wait. Hold on, Leo I said it's Catherine that. free for a date. Leo, you look cute, Leo, but again, your profile is private. And I got to be honest, I can't properly If it you. was DiCaprio, yes. Right. I well, love I love Leo. Well, this guy. one is not DiCaprio, but he's cute. No, right. I'm joking. So I'm, guys, I'm, listen. I think the important thing about the vetting process for dating Catherine is I need pictures and and more. She details. can't vet you if you don't send your profile. Yeah, and what are the requirements? Funny. Let's do that. Let's do the requirements. Gotta have some some scarol no, and beans. Give, give age reference. <laughs> 
Gotta have I'm some scarombies. I'm getting old. I'm not getting the age that you want. These guys look All right, young, guys. And I got some guy. How who about was... this? You have to have some scarombies. That means something. something. That means that you, know, you don't have to be rich. No, no. But she's not taking on somebody to pay she's his bills. She's definitely not. We're not going to McDonald's for dinner. She's not materialistic. That I'll give her. And then you have to have a little bit of a sense of humor. It's gonna be yes. funny a little bit. A, a, a lot bit. You got to be creative. Okay, creative. Give specifics. Everybody thinks there's something. Somebody can go, oh, I, I, I doodled and now I'm creative. Give specifics. What's the age range? I need an age range. I'm getting young and old. I need, I need the middle range. <laughs> Come on, let's go. What's I'll tell you what we're going to do. We got we to gotta see. Maybe we could put whoever ends up being vetted and you like them. We got to film the date, maybe. I say we oh, film the date. Oh, shit. We Should film the date. I'm about this we life. We film the date or... We bring them on the show, but whoever it is, you got to DM me. You got to DM. It's, you got to DM. And guess where the date's gonna be? At Chaz Palminteri's in New York City. There you Absolutely. go. There you go. Chaz Palminteri's restaurant in New York City on Forty Sixth. But you don't get it Street. on the house. No, no, no. Just because we're filming you. Listen, you don't get it on the house. It's not like that. If you're DMing and I cannot see your profile and it's private, send me a picture of you with these details. Not if you have a. If you're funny, I'll be the uh, that'll be me to determine that factor. What are the details? What are their age range? Fifty and up. No, don't oh, say fifty. Oh and up. no, fifty to sixty. Fifty to sixty. Only a only a decade wiggle room. I may if you're forty nine, I may let you in. If you're sixty one, sixty two, and you're cute, I'm letting you in. Okay. And you fit. That's it. Okay. Scott uh, beans. Yeah, we said that. So ha ha be established. Good. I'm I'm translating Catherine. Sense of humor. Sense of humor. Okay. Funny. Funny. I'll be and uh, interesting. God, everybody thinks that they're interesting. Cat people are on their phones all day doing selfies. Like anybody cares. All right, come and live where on the East Coast? Yeah, location. Well, it's only that one day. Help. It's only one day. It's only one day. Only one day. All right, DM pictures and your age and what you do for a living to at Tara Jokes, and I go. will be reading these. So, okay. and then this is the way it's gonna look. Me and you, Chaz and Tara. Chaz is going to be sitting fully loaded. And no. you make one wrong move and it's ping. This is for dinner at my restaurant. Yes. With Catherine. Oh, this could be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Right. And we might even film it. Maybe. We don't know yet. Yeah. I say we have a blind date test where it's like a game show and we put Catherine on the left, the date in the right, and we'll put a divider in the middle. And have them ask each other questions. Three, three guys. If I can get three guys, we'll vet all three, and then she picks one out of that for the date. Oh, I love it. That's a like the old. What was that old dating show back? The dating in the day? show. The, the dating. dating game. The newlywed game. No, the dating game. The dating game. The dating game. The, all right, this is it. The Chaz Palminteri show. The dating, dating game. game. <laughs> New segment. All right. Yeah, that's catch awesome. kitty. <laughs> catch yeah. kitty if you can. That's what it's called. Catch kitty. Oh, if I like you that. Can. What's next? What do we got next? Uh, I have one more that I read good. in the comments. So this one, I'm going to read it and try to make it brief. It says, love neighborhood logic with the ladies. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. I'm a 30-year-old married woman who willingly left my secure corporate job with benefits and decent pay. I feel like I have lost myself these past few years working there and having trouble finding myself. I am both excited and afraid for what lies ahead. How did you guys find yourselves and what advice would you give someone like me, especially in the current state of this country? She said she was married. And she left the job already? 
Left. It's, it just says she left her secure job. Corporate job. Corporate. She's married? That's what it says. So she has somebody to at least fall back on a little bit until she finds the she next She has a partner. Time. A partner. Well, well, the advice I would give her is, if she left it, okay, now try different things. If she knows exactly what she wants, then go for it 110%. If she doesn't know what she wants, try things that she always... Th she had to look at herself and say, what would I do for free? And if she could think about what she really wants to do for free, you know, that's when your vacation becomes your vocation. You know, that's what I would say to her. Really try, think about what you would do for free and can I make money with this? And go for it. Wow. Don't do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't do comedy? <laughs> I mean, you know, it takes a while. I mean, they you know. say com no. comics, it takes five, ten years. Yeah, ten. Ten years, usually. I don't know what I, all I would say to her was, you did the first, the biggest thing, quit. The hardest quit. thing. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the hardest That's thing. That's the hardest thing. The biggest step to take is leave the job. Right. So after that, all bets are off. You did the hardest thing. Yeah. So now just go for it, whatever you want. See, what, But you you don't know until you try. You got to try it. Yeah. No, absolutely. A hundred thousand percent. Just put one foot in front of the other. Go forward. The only thing that's worse than going forward is if you stop, because then you get run over. Just keep going forward. That's it. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people feel that way right now. Right. So many people living on that hamster wheel. Like, you just going through it. Going, she must have taken a look back. And she did it young, so I give her a lot of credit. Because people at 30 in a corporate job are like, I'm going to get more, I'm going to get more. She realized early on she wasn't waste. You know, she didn't want to take that path in life. Yeah, a lot of my friends are like that too, where they're leaving their corporate jobs, but they have no idea what they want to do just because they've been there so long. Right. A lot mm -hmm. of people realize now there is no security in life, no matter what you do. There do is no security. Do you think because of the pandemic? Yeah, I think it was a big. Part I think of the it. pandemic shook a lot of people up. It shook the whole world up. It shook, a, it shook the whole world up. Yeah, it shook everybody up. Shook and me up. Shook everybody. People up. realize they didn't have to be in an office five days a week. I think that's the biggest thing with the pandemic because people went remote or people went hybrid and then yeah. people realized hey I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn every morning five days a week and come home when the sun's down because I can work from home or I can it, you know that is the one good thing I'd say that happened for people mm. in that world is that they realized uh, right. and, I, and I think that people should learn from it yeah. I mean I remember I, I had my Broadway show was on the road uh, my one man show obviously was on the road my two restaurants, White Plains and uh, my, uh, my TV series was going, and all of it, all of it shut down when COVID hit. Yeah. Now, think about all those revenue uh, streams shut down, nothing. You want to talk about a horror show. Yeah. Uh, thank God, you know, I was okay because over the years I saved money. But uh, that shakes you up, man. And that tells you there is no guarantee. So uh, I would like, if I were you, I'd get out there and I'd do what you want and uh, just put your money away. That's important. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I think we had some great stuff here. Yeah. yeah really and what nice I really time. like, I'm interested to see these DMs, tired jokes, because, Catherine, we're pimping you out. <laughs> we're, 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 Catherine's gonna have a date, and we're gonna go to my restaurant, and we're gonna vet her. Yeah, we'll vet her. Yeah, but 
If you really want to date with her, but no bullshit. Don't. And if, if you're if you're listening to this and you're not somebody who you know somebody you want to recommend somebody, right. make sure send them this episode. Right. Let them see the podcast and uh, <laughs> let them DM me. Right. You know, pass. Send this out. This just doesn't have to be for you. Think about it. We all want to look. I'm trying to hook up my friend. I have a few other friends I'd like to hook up too. If you have a friend that you would like to see on right. a date with Catherine. Let us know. And and remember, just this is just a date. Yeah. Nowhere else. You're gonna to go to dinner, restaurant, then we say goodbye, and and then between you two, if you want to see each other again, that's your business. That's your business. But right now, this is just a date. That's all it is. All right. God bless you all. We'll see you next week. Chaz Palmetary Show. Uh, Tara, how can they get in contact with you? Obviously now. We've said enough. Tara Jokes. TaraJokes.com. All my social media is at Tara Jokes. My YouTube channel is at Tara Jokes. Uh, well, are you going to be anywhere or should they should just go to Jokes? Uh, yeah, come see me. I'm going to be in uh, the month of December, Connecticut, Jersey. I'm New Year's Eve if you want to celebrate with me. I'd love that. I'm going to be at the American Hotel in Freehold. Uh, the two nights before that, I'll be in Jersey again in Point Pleasant at Uncle Vinny's. I'd love to see you guys at any of those shows. Catherine, your movie just got a, a due date, right? Yeah, well, it's not until next year. But oh, it's next year that's coming out. Yeah, November next year. The one you do with Mr. De Niro. Yes. And me, you know, you can come and see me at the Chaz Palmentary podcast. Also, go to chazpalmentary.net. You have my dates. Go to my website. Get some great gifts for Christmas for your wife. One of the great ones, Now You Can't Leave. Photos. Also, go to... Uh, the Wise and the Wise Guy, me and Michael Francis. Go to that website. Some great things for Christmas. God bless you all. I'll see you next week.